0: it's so weird but like my allergies didn't really hit in the spring and they're hitting now and it's because it's so freaking hot outside and i'm literally going from absolute heat to extremely air conditioned buildings so i don't know how I sound, but I feel like poop. Uh, not poop per se, but I feel like I'm on my way to feeling very poopy. I'm shining with sweat, and I definitely think that the transition from a cooler climate in the mountains to the hot ass weather that is Tennessee right now has really like screwed with my sinuses and my allergies. But I have been listening to so many podcasts at work this past week to kind of help me get through the week and not be tired. So I'm so excited about podcasting. And I just was like, we're not going to skip another couple weeks because allergies decided to make themselves known. No, no, we're going to keep going. We're going to power through. Just thought I would forewarn you that I'm, I don't know, I'm going to try to edit out all of my little sniffles and stuff, but I'm also human. And I think it's important to show that I'm human because we don't get enough of that on the internet. So, if there's any sniffles, just know it's because my body is having a weird reaction to everything that's happening in America right now. So, without further ado, or I guess I don't know, whatever. Welcome to the Simply Jameel Podcast. again uh, this is the simply to me the podcast my name is jamila and this is literally just me talking about whatever i want to talk about whether it's food uh, relationships as we are discussing today friendships just anything that's happening or just any topic that is plaguing my brain and just different ideas i don't know i just like to talk and talking to a mic and that's that's it so normally i have like a big long spiel to catch you guys up on what i've been doing but there are some very very important things that we need to talk about today so we're gonna get straight to some hot thoughts on hot topics so i wanted this week's hot thoughts on hot topics to be a moment of celebration for black excellence since i've last recorded an episode some great things have happened for black people in just different industries and i wanted to talk about that because it's always important to shout black people out and shout people out who inspire however we have to discuss roe v wade being overturned first i am Happy and decently stressed that I am recording this episode later than I normally do. I said this last episode normally, when I record in between me recording and me getting an episode up, something significant, whether good or bad, always happens. And had I recorded earlier, finding out about Roe v. Wade being overturned would have been that significant thing. It is so important to talk about. I, yeah, wow. (laughs) I, no words. Literally, I think women should have the choice. To do what they want with their bodies, obviously, and it pained me, absolutely pained me. I don't know if you guys saw it. I don't know why this came up for me on YouTube. It kind of pisses me off, low key, that like there were videos of like anti-abortion activists at rallies, like celebrating, like go away, go away, and there was women out there, like how, like, are you brainwashed? I I don't understand and something that got mentioned when there was like a leak in the document is that overturning Roe v. Wade is not going to stop abortions it's just going to stop safe abortions and it's going to put more people's lives at risk and thinking about that thinking about the fact that Uvalde happened and several other mass shootings have happened since and haven't been reported and there were still just going back to Uvalde is that there was an NRA convention not far just a couple of days after it happened and it still freaking happened like at this point I'm really truly starting to believe that this country values death and maybe this country doesn't value death maybe they value no I know they value selfishness and greed and the selfishness and greed of people in power leads to copious amounts of death and someone was talking to me about the world being overpopulated but like you should still have a heart I don't care if the world is overpopulated and a lot of times women and I mean there's there was And it was so beautiful, everyone sharing their examples. There were so many examples online about women who had no choice for the sake of their health, for the sake of their health and the potential baby's health. There's women who have been raped and don't want that. 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds who have been raped because, you know, sex trafficking and the sex slave trade are still things. They still exist. I don't think they get talked about enough, but they still exist. So having an abortion is the only option and i just i think it's i'm i'm very upset like i said it's as far as i know roe v wade does not stop um it doesn't stop people from trying to have an abortion it just stops safe abortions it gives that ability and that decision to the states And that's annoying. Um, Yeah, get me the hell out of Tennessee because Tennessee is one of the states that's going to ban it. Don't know how far back they'll go. I know Oklahoma is when it's like at the fetal position or at the fetal stage, they are banned. And I think that's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And there are people, I was looking last night when I was when I found out that like there are several states who are not going to do anything who are not going to ban abortions and they are preparing for neighboring states who are going to ban abortions they're preparing for women to travel and to safely get the abortions that they desire so everything is about to be an absolute Mess more than it already is. I just wanted to talk about that because it's a very important thing, and I wanted to share my stance. And it irritates me getting. I hate getting on Facebook now. Like I love getting on Facebook because I have some. My friends are on there, and I have one friend who's like almost not dedicated to Facebook, but she uses it a lot. And I love seeing her thoughts and her randomness. It makes me happy. But there's also people on there that I honestly just need to unadd and unfriend who are very anti-abortion. Speaking of Uvalde, actually, okay, yeah, speaking of Uvalde, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, because I've heard people say Uvalde, but for some reason, I just feel like it has some sort of, like, Spanish, like, accent to it, or it's pronounced differently than the way that it's being, like, said. But speaking of Uvalde, apparently according to a BBC article I read and a couple of other ones where the title just mentioned it they are in the works to demolishing that school so I find that very interesting I was talking to someone who said this would be the first time that they've actually demolished the school that a school shooting happened in I don't know what that means for the kids who went to that school I I mean I mean they're gonna have to figure out are they going to go to other schools are they going to be like virtual learning it'd be i mean virtual learning is hard for some kids but i would i will say it'd be kind of cool if they did do virtual learning and like all the technology i just my voice cracked that's where i'm at in life but all the technology that they need would be like supplied to them i think that's like the least that could be done because this goes i mean those kids are traumatized Like this, you could demolish the school if you want to, but what happened is going to stay with those children. And the fact that the police waited so damn long to go do something is going to stay with the entire fucking community. So I feel like the least that could be done is helping those kids, supplying whatever they need, whether they do go to other school campuses or virtual learning supplying the kids with what they need. I think that's just the least that could be done. But yeah, I did hear that the school is going to be demolished according to the article. Now for some happy good news, because I do wanna still talk about my black excellence stuff. I didn't get to shell, shell celebrate. Yes, I didn't get to celebrate with you guys. First off, Jennifer Hudson is an EGOT winner. This was all over the internet. I've mentioned this several times before. I stopped watching award shows, so I missed the big moments. But she is an EGOT winner. She is the youngest woman, the second black woman, third black person, and the 17th overall EGOT winner. What a history maker, to be honest, amazing so how i just got chills saying that like straight up i wish you guys could see the goosebumps on my legs right now i just got chills saying that inspiring it's it's absolutely inspiring like work work don't stop (laughs) you know she hustled and it's just so beautiful seeing like it's beautiful to like witness this especially as a black woman like i'm not gonna go out and join the entertainment industry or anything but to just see a black woman make it is so beautiful and speaking of work work don't stop the golden state warriors when the won the 2021 2020 there's a lot of but the golden state warriors won the 2021-2022 nba championship there we go I am so weird with talking about sports. I'm not a sportscaster, but they won, which is absolutely amazing. And Steph Curry was named the MVP, which I think is just beautiful. I love the Curry family. Like going beyond Steph and Aisha, I actually finished listening to Jamel Hill's interview with Sonia Curry, the Curry mama. And I just, their whole family is extremely talented and just beautiful and calming in a very, very weird way, especially Sadell. Very, very calming. But anywho, I just wanted to celebrate Steph and J HUD and. This is honestly a really good segue into my trip. I, I've i talked about this before, I think. I went to California last week, the week of June 13th through June 17th to celebrate turning 23. And it was so beautiful being up there. Oh, I went to Northern California, by the way. And it was so beautiful being up there when Golden State won and just seeing the like pride that people had. Oh my goodness, I was like, wow. And, I, I mean, people in Tennessee, like, have pride for the Titans and the Predators and stuff. But it was, like, not aggressive. I think that's one of the bigger problems with Tennessee is that when people go hard for anything whether it is something political or a sports team or a religion especially a certain denomination of Christianity it's almost aggressive how hard they fight for it but there was nothing aggressive about the way they celebrated in Northern California and I wasn't in San Francisco necessarily I was outside of San Francisco like way outside like even more north than Oakland but it was still just so beautiful to to witness so i'm happy that i was able to be up there when they won and yeah i'm just happy i was able to go it was a very fun trip there was so i experienced an overwhelming amount of peace i didn't know what to do with it and i'm still reveling in that i made a video and of course i wrote a blog writing about it so i'll have that link in the description of this episode if you want to check it out but i also made a video and i just go back to watch that video and to re-experience what i actually experienced and to see the amount of peace and absolute like comfort with myself that i felt it was just so beautiful and i was telling my coworker yesterday i was like i she cuz i told her you know i work like every single day um and she was asking me like when i do something for myself and i was like well last week and it was so weird to do something for myself it was so weird but it felt so good It felt so good to not like do something for somebody else, compromise with somebody else. And as much as I just love being, I do love quality time with people, but I think taking that trip away showed me that I also like have a whole nother side to me that I love being with and I love hanging out with. And maybe that's, you know, the Gemini and me having a twin LOL in my head, but it was just very, very nice being to myself. And I didn't do anything crazy. I wasn't a big tourist. I told myself, A, I wanna go back and I wanna actually go to San Francisco, but to do that, I do wanna go with someone and do the touristy things. There aren't many pictures of me that I took of myself. I was so, A, I was in the moment, and B, I was focused on everything around me. But I went to a cacti garden, I got some ice cream, I got like something added to my tattoo. And then I went, I got Phil's coffee. I went to a little mall, got, oh, I I almost walked out of that mall unscathed. And then this woman came out and was giving a 20% off coupon for sustainable clothing. And I just am so nice, I'm too nice. And I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. So I went to the store and I was hoping I could walk around for a little bit and then bounce. But there were those kinds of salespeople that follow you and started a dressing room for me every time I picked something up. So the cheapest thing that I could buy was a $42 sustainable bra. And it's a very comfortable bra. I feel good about it. And it makes sense that it's $42 because it is sustainable. Sustainable clothing costs more. But I was not prepared to buy that, like at all. But after I left the mall and did make it out buying one single item that I didn't even really want to buy, but I also do need bras because, you know, let's bounce back to a few episodes ago when I talked about losing my bra. I definitely needed one. And then I went to an art gallery and then I went to the AJR concert. That's the main reason I went was to see AJR on the day that I was born. There's a very big significant meaning behind it, which is also something else I wrote about in the blog and I'll have a link in the description of this episode. But yeah it was nothing crazy i took a bath i finished two books the only crazy thing happened on my way back which was we are in a time of flight cancellations and delays because there is a shortage in employment everywhere of course and i just was the lucky soul who ended up having a flight delayed and then canceled after So I've told some people that I spent 24 hours in the airport and I've told people I spent 30 hours and I feel like I should clarify that I was already at the airport for a four hour layover and then that got delayed. That got delayed an hour. So we're at hour five, right? And then from the delayed time is when the next airplane was supposed to be the next day. So I did spend 24 hours plus those five that I was waiting and then when so this is on saturday when i find out my flight gets delayed and then i find out it's not there's not another one coming until 5 30 p.m sunday and then when 5 30 p.m comes my flight gets delayed again and then i start having a panic attack and freaking out but there was a very awesome black woman speaking of people who inspire you i met the coolest black woman ever and i I she was she helped me out for that last like hour and a half and really supplied my needs and and gave me a way out of this little like balcony that I was like sitting on and pretty much camping on at this point she helped me out tremendously and I'm forever grateful for her but she also inspired me because she's doing something that she loves and doing something that pays the bills and she's like and she lives in Hawaii it is so hard to live in Hawaii because it's so freaking expensive. So when people can afford to live in Hawaii, I'm immediately like just, wow, inspired. But also just, she was just so cool and amazing. And I just, I I would love to just like sit down and actually talk to her even more than I did at the airport. But anyway, so where we were sitting in this like exclusive sky club i was able to see when my plane arrived so when i saw the plane arrive a i cried about absolute happiness and then b i went and got on the plane but i spent 30 hours in the airport and that's when the craziness kind of hit i was very worried because they didn't have my carry-on bag and i had to get checked because apparently not only is there a shortage in employment there's also a shortage in roller bag luggage space I guess <laughs> um on airplanes so they had to check my bag and I was wearing a dress because it just I mean I thought it would be comfortable my plan was initially wear a dress and then when I get off because I was supposed to arrive at like 11 45 p.m Saturday night go straight to bed like get picked up by my friend talk to my friend and then we just both go straight to bed and then I wake up the next morning and I look good and you know, I can go about my day and be productive, but that didn't happen, obviously, and sleeping in a dress at an airport by yourself as a woman was incredibly nerve-wracking, Fortunately, nothing happened and I'm safe. I just have an overwhelming amount of grease in my lungs from the airport food. So that was my big recap on my California trip. Now let's go into what we normally do after some hot thoughts on hot topics and talk about my drink for the episode, which is some apple juice. It is apple juice that I'm drinking out of a glass Coca-Cola cup, nothing crazy. I am recording this at like 5.30 in the morning before I have an opening shift at my second job. And I really should have made coffee, but there's so much I have to do this morning. I was just like, you know, if we can save time in the little things, let's save time in the little things. And that includes making coffee. As sad as that is to say, my hair was in a braid and it's just completely fallen. So we're just going to push that back. So now let's get into the absolute deliciousness entree of this episode. I always call like the main segment an entree, which I find very interesting, which I guess we, I don't know. I don't know where I was going to go with that sentence. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm tired. Not really. I'm trying to become unjet lagged and untired. It's a little hard. It's um, hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> what? I just, I want to say with the podcast episodes and the podcast that I've been listening to this past week, one of them was one of my episodes and it was the episode that I made for my future husband. And I just, I like how I made an episode dedicated to my future husband and then I make this episode with this title and it's going to be kind of a confusing time but we're going to we're going to power through it so it's kind of insane right so the the Miss Independent side of me the one who travels to California by herself and just does random things by herself the one who walks by a highway in a foreign state by herself the one who third wheels on dates and just volunteers to consistently be there for other people and as an extreme people pleaser just so that she doesn't feel lonely. Yeah, that side of me doesn't need a man. Not at all. But the hopeless romantic side of me, the one who cries to Conan Gray songs and cries to a TV show on Amazon Prime, which we'll talk about later, and the one who just loves witnessing all of her friends falling in love or being in love or just having significant partners, significant others, and the one and just being the one who like tries to set people up with other people that she's met that are on the same wavelength as far as sexuality and gender fluidity goes, like that side of me is like, yeah, I want a man, you know? Like there's two different, I mean, maybe it's the Gemini thing again. I don't know, I'm trying to figure out like where the whole two sides of me comes in because apparently we're supposed to be, well, I guess I am crazy, but like I'm a good crazy. Although according to someone in Northern California, I'm normal, so I don't know. (laughs) Something I wrote down because I had like a very big when I was out there, I had a lot of moments of reflection and just simply thinking. And I shared a lot of my reflections and thoughts that I had in the recap of my trip that I have on my blog. But there's one thing that I wanted to say for this episode. And I don't know, it was just a very big intrusive thought that I had. And I welcomed the intrusive thoughts because I kind of made peace with them. And I think that was like, incredibly necessary but so one of the intrusive thoughts that I have that I wrote down is that I fill myself with doubts and dwell on insecurities to cope with not being desirable I was thinking of in the moment I was thinking of my grandpa and him like wanting to officiate my wedding. And that's like kind of the goal, you know? I'm the eldest grandchild and my grandpa, I mean, he's my grandpa and he has that ability and that licensure certification, everything. He has it all. He's, he's done several weddings and, and funerals, but I just, it, it's like a dream of mine. But I'm also not someone that's just gonna go off And find someone random on like Tinder or whatever. Just so I can marry them and accomplish this dream. That's not who I am like at all. But I just pray. At this point I have gotten down to praying. And I think I mean it's important to pray or talk to your whoever or whatever you believe in. If you believe in anything. But I definitely reached that point of like maybe praying for someone special will help me find someone special but then I also believe too that like things happen when they're supposed to happen and there's I've talked about this before about there not being a timeline so I'm trying to like be patient and everything but I'm also like you know whenever I think about my grandpa being my grandpa and the fact that he is a couple generations older than me I get nervous because you know you know one example of a dower insecurity that i fixate on myself is what if he doesn't love me when my metabolism slows down if it already hasn't by the time we're together i know that's like stupid but i also know boys are shallow well immature boys are shallow but they like care you know they like like curvy women with big butts and big boobs or I mean different guys have different types especially the super shallow ones and I pray I hope I hope I do not end up with someone who is initially shallow or maybe he starts off being a really really sweet guy and then he ends up being shallow but I just no matter what I don't want that energy I don't want someone who's going to be like you know I don't think I can do this anymore. You're kind of gaining weight, you know, or this isn't what I anticipated. This isn't how I thought you would look. I didn't know it looked like this under here or under there, or you're not wearing a bra. You probably should. Or like that bra does nothing. You know, when you start to talk about my body, and I guess, I mean, I'm going to say it, my body, my choice, your body, your choice. I said your body, your choice to a guy one time, and he was like, please don't say that. And I'm like, but I mean... I can't tell you what to do. I'm not going to tell you to go to the gym. I'm not going to tell you to eat better. I'm not going to tell you to get a haircut. I'm not going to tell you to shave your beard or mustache or whatever. Like that's not. It's not my body. Like this right here. What I'm working with. I can only control and take care of Jamila's body and not all Jamilas because there's multiple Jamilas in the world, but like Jamila recording this episode, Jamila's body. I can only take care of herself. So when people ask me for like opinions involving like their physical appearance, I'm like, you do what you want. I mean, this is what I think, but don't listen to me either. You do what you want because at the end of the day, you have to live with it. You have to look in the mirror and see yourself. So, that is my little tangent on that but that is an insecurity that I have is that the future will come and someone will especially because I I mean I'm a very much so heterosexual woman and I do very much so want to be with a man and I just don't want to be with a man who everything's going good and then we get like 11 years down the line I've birthed two kids and he's like you know you've gained some weight since you had little Tommy or whatever and I'm like no don't tell me that because no but I also feel like if I fill myself with insecurities and doubts now when the time comes and I do have to deal with the shallowness or have to deal with the physical attraction that we will experience that I will like be prepared and I know that's incredibly unhealthy and I probably have like my therapist like shaking in her bed right now but that's just, it, it, it is what it is. My apple juice is all gone and I might have to take a moment to go like do get a refill. We shall see. So I don't need a man is the title of this episode, but I wanted the title to be a lot longer. I wanted it to be, I don't need a man, but this is what I need from a man. And I want to explain that. I, you know, don't need a man. I have, I have men in my life. But when I say I don't need a man, I'm talking in the romantic life partner sense, not in the I don't need a brother or I don't need a male best friend. I have both to be there for me if I do need the strength of a man or the male perspective. I have both of those, although my brother is a teenager, so highly doubt that I'll be going to him for advice. But when I say that like, this is what I need from a man, it's more so if I find someone, if someone enters my life And we start to get to that, like, oh, you know, it's starting to seal action, take it to first base, I think. I don't know how the whole base thing works, to be honest, but I think I know what a home run is. Question mark. I don't know. Either way, if we make it past the getting to know each other seeing that we're both like kind of vibing that we both are like oh is there is there a little bit is there a little bit of a spark here is that is that a connection i sense (laughs) when we see ourselves getting to this point and i see that okay i'm like me being incredibly over analytical i'm like okay now this is what I need from you if we're going to make this work, if we're going to get to every level of a romantic relationship, and if we're going to grow old together, which I can't really automatically do on any Tinder day or Facebook dating day or Hinge day or Bumble day or any dating app date. I just listed most of them. Not really. There's so many out there. I hope that makes sense. So it's when we start to get out of that getting to know you friendship stage and start to take things to another level. And I'm like, okay, so if we're going to do this, just know I'm dependent and having you in my life as a significant other, this is what I'm going to need from you. So that's what this episode is. And it's also just me saying, I don't need a man. At the end of the day, I don't need a man. I've made it 23 years Which, I mean, why would I be dating fresh out the womb? I don't know. But I've made it 23 years without a man. I have been the third wheel on several dates. I have just been that supportive background character of a friend who just, you know, we love to see. We love to see her be quirky and expose people and roast people. I've been that person. And I'm okay with that. Honestly, I love third wheeling. I love getting to know the people who are going to be significant in the lives of the people that I love. I love that crap. I love forming my own opinions. I think it's so fun hearing my we'll say we'll go with friends for this example but i love hearing my friends talk about like their significant others or their partners and their relationships and you know i form an opinion based on what they're telling me and then actually meeting that person i can truly form my own opinion and really see the vibes and how they check out and it's just so beautiful and it's so nice and i, I love that i eat that i eat that shit up i love it but you know sometimes i do think about like mm, I would like to not be single at 23, but I also have to remember that I would rather be single at 23 than be used. One of the bigger discussions that I've had a lot recently with some of the older coworkers I work with who have been with their significant others for 10, 20, 30 years is like something that my generation is known for sadly, is being scared of commitment and just flying through people and relationships like it's nobody's business. So I would rather be single than get into a relationship thinking like, this is it. This is someone in for the long haul. And I'm putting more effort into this relationship. I think that this relationship is at a completely different stage than it actually is. And then they end up like, say we get married or something, and they end up wanting a divorce because they're just not feeling it anymore. I don't want that like at all. I don't want to be trapped in that situation. I want to be very cautious and careful with who I choose to be my partner in this thing called life with because it's so important to be able to grow together. And I've witnessed firsthand what it's like, what it's like to not be willing to grow and how it tears marriages and relationships apart if you're not willing to grow up And I'm not saying like go from a child to an adult. I mean, become even more of an adult. Become a 40-year-old, a 50-year-old, whatever. If you're not willing to grow up as you go through this relationship and work through this relationship, because as I've said several times before, relationships are work, then it's not the relationship won't work. So that's food for thought. Anyway. Yeah so these are just a few things that I was like I don't need a man but if I was able to have a man this is what I would need from him. So I want to hear this is the first thing. I okay I went and I watched Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and is it the best recent Marvel movie? No absolutely not. That's why it is so quickly on Disney plus after coming out How long was that freaking May it came out and it's like the end of June. It's already on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's how good that movie did. Anyway, so I went and I watched it because it's like a tradition to watch them. And I remember again, it wasn't the best movie. It was very mid as the kids say nowadays. It was very mid, but he said, I love you in every universe and the way the way I was just like, oh my gosh, I, mm, mm, I want to be told that so freaking bad. So if I was ever able to have a male significant other in my life, I, you know, I want to hear I love you. I do. But hearing stuff that like really takes that to the next level, like when Iron Man said, I, I mean, of course, he was talking to his daughter. But when he said, I love you 3000, I said, ooh, Ooh-hoo-hoo. yes. But hearing I love you in every universe, that touched the right part of my soul. I was like trying so hard not to like fangirl like. I was trying to keep my flustered, half blush looking self together. I was like, my grandpa's next to me. I got to keep it together. (laughs) But it touched me, and I don't really know why. But just hearing that, hearing something as simple as that, it just, I mean, I don't even care if you copy Dr. Strange and say I love you in every universe. It'll, It'll touch the right part of my soul. I will, ooh, ooh, we are immediately, we're immediately, engaging in physical action, if I hear that stuff. (laughs) It just, it's like one of the best lines, one of the best lines from a Marvel movie and especially that Marvel movie because there wasn't much goodness about it. Something that really inspired this episode and just me wanting to talk about this is... I was thinking about like not being, I don't want to necessarily say a priority, but I've never been like a number one person. I've had like my friends as number one supporters of like this podcast and my blog and just like my achievements in school and just me getting through school. Like I've had number one supporters in that, but I've never just been like a number one person. It's really hard. I think one of the harder things about being friends with people especially as an adult is the knowledge that they have like other friend groups and so me being me I don't know if I just don't simply fit in those friend groups or I just have a different kind of energy that I bring to the relationship but there's several instances where other friend groups get put first And I mean, that's fine. I don't care. But it happens so much. And I ended up by myself so much that in my head, and I know this is completely incorrect, but this is just a thought that I had that's, you know, brought about this episode is like, I just feel like I'm not placed, I'm placed at like number two or three or four on people's list. As far as like that goes, I feel like of course your family should be up there, but if we're separating family members and we're just doing the whole friend group scenario, I just don't think that I've really been number one and uh, maybe i ha- like was like in high school question mark or middle school maybe i don't know college question mark but now as an adult i don't feel it like at all and it really inspired this episode because i if i'm going to have a man in my life as a significant other like i want to be your number one i crave that i don't crave attention and when i say that people think that i'm talking about attention i'm not talking about attention i don't give too flying flies about attention i don't want it but when it comes to just hey like you wanna i'm very interested in going to this lego games competition or whatever you want to join me yeah babe let's go not babe as i said in my husband episode i don't i'll mess with the the pet name babe but i would say like yeah sweet peaches i don't know (laughs) i don't know but i would i would say yes and because I mean, I'm the first person you asked. And I really, I'm not saying like this is an all the time feeling. It's just when it happens, it like hits me very, very intensely. I love whenever I'm like the first person to be told things regarding literally anything. I'm like, heck yeah. And I'll keep it a secret. Ooh, it makes me, it makes my entire day. But I also recognize that I can not be the first person to know everything all the time. Do you understand? Like, I know that there has to be a balance between managing so many different groups of people in your life who bring out different sides of you. So I know that I can't be the first person all the time but there's periods of time where I'm just so much not the first person that I start to get in my brain about it. And I'm like, I am so insignificant in, like, everyone's life and da 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 And it's so crazy. The brain is just a wild thing because I know it's not true. I'm fully aware that it's not true, but I also just, like dive deep into that thought and I'm just like I don't know it's just it's a it's a honestly this episode stemmed from the war zone that happens in my brain yeah I I crave that feeling of being of the love and care and support that comes with being somebody's number one and if I find that person that I spend my life with that's I you know please let me be your number one I'd greatly appreciate it (laughs) please thanks you know it'd be cool it'd be great i don't know how appropriate or inappropriate this will sound but i need to be touched touched did i say touched I feel like I said that weird the first time I need to be held. I need your body to touch my body as much as it can, as comfortable as you're with. I, Ooh, Ooh, I used to hate physical touch, but I think it was just because it was coming from someone who was toxic in my life. But, Ooh, Ooh, I love being touched. And I don't mean that like sexual. I mean, of course, sexually. Yes, for sure. But like, just like, even if we're just standing and talking to like your group of friends and you just like are touching my elbow or something, I'm like, yes, ooh, yes, touch that elbow. <laughs> you know, like I just, I consistently, I don't say I consistently need to be touched, but it definitely plays with the insecurity part of my brain. It, it, it makes me feel secure and reassured and safe. So Yeah touch me (laughs) not to sound like really really weird but you know please please not please touch me but please touch me at the same time because it just it does something so good for my heart and my mind and my soul and I just I love it and like hugs and cuddles oh man If you're in my life, just know we are hugging as much as humanly possible. I don't care if we have separate homes. We are cuddling until one of us falls asleep and then the other person kicks you out so you can go sleep in your own damn bed (laughs) until it's time for like marriage or whatever. But like, I just cuddling. Oh my goodness. Being the little spoon. Yeah. Heck freaking yeah. Heck yeah, boy yeah i'm like sitting here thinking about it getting all like hot and bothered and i'm like ooh, something about physical touch just feels really good so if you become my man if you become my little partner for life my significant human just know we're gonna touch with touching with touching for sure something else that i need like you're gonna become a masseuse i said what i said and uh go ahead and start watching the youtube videos now so that way you have perfected your craft when the time comes you can do food massages whatever i don't really care for food massages to be honest like mm, i got when i got my massage he massaged my feet i was just like you know it's nice but like nah my shoulders and my back oh yes please please like please do i need to leave a playlist for youtube videos to watch <laughs> I need, you know, of course, again, I don't need a man at all. If I want a massage, I could simply just go somewhere, book an appointment, get a massage. But like if a significant life partner is there and, you know, he's just chilling, we're bored. That's a free massage, bro. I could save money. So it's kind of of like that where it's like, With all of these, there is a way to fulfill them myself, but it would be nice and great and better if someone fulfilled them for me. And it's incredibly important to have a relationship with yourself, of course, and that's something I've definitely learned over the past year, and that was another thing that was just beautiful about California. It was like, I was going on a couple's retreat with myself, and it was so necessary and so beautiful. And like I said, I can provide these things for myself. I can tell myself that I love myself. I can call myself beautiful. We can have affirmations and talks in the mirror more than we already do. I treat myself as my number one priority already, hence me being misindependent. But I think it's also just nice to know that other people care enough about you to do that for yourself i can touch myself that's all i'm gonna say on that and i can you know like i said book an appointment go get a massage i could buy one of the little handheld massage gun things i can borrow someone's because i know a couple people in my life have them so there's sources and means for fulfilling these things myself but if i find someone and no let me not say that because i'm not searching I'm not searching for a man to be my better half or to be my life partner. He has to find me. I don't chase men. (laughs) I don't do that. Yeah, no. So when he finds me, if he finds me, if he already hasn't found me, because I sometimes get these weird thoughts about like the person that's meant for me is already like, not maybe isn't in my life, but was once upon a time in my life. And I'm like, this dude from kindergarten, this dude from second grade, like who who is it? This is it that one dude that I worked with when I worked at Macy's for like three months? <laughs> you know, there's so many people that come in and out of my life, and it's just like I don't know. But that's a weird thought that I consistently have, and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> but wh- why did I even say that? Where was I going with that? I don't remember. I don't remember. But. I, will, I do want to circle back. I don't remember I was going with that sentence, but I remember something I said earlier that I want to circle back to as we wrap this up is that I talked about having a relationship with myself and something that I for sure, for sure, for sure need from my significant other in the future is a you need to have a relationship with yourself because if we don't have like healthy relationships with ourselves, it's not going to work. Nothing about this is going to work. I have to be cool with myself and you have to be cool with yourself. And when we're both good with ourselves, we can come together and really mesh and continue to build. And not only, and I know why they say relationships are a lot of work because you're your, well, I don't know why. I've never been in one, obviously. But you're building together and you're building You're you're building your relationship together. So you're building like you guys as a unit. But then you're also building the halves of the unit. You're building yourself individually and I'd be building myself individually. So there's like really three things that are being worked on at one time as we go through life. And I think it's important for us, for me to maintain my relationship with myself, to continue to show love to her, to continue to help her grow and become better and to continue to learn and apply everything that I learn. And I think the same thing, the exact same thing is incredibly important for you. It's important that you continue to learn and grow and be better yourself, be better with yourself, better yourself, whatever. Frick, I don't know. That was me messing up my words, but you understand what I'm saying that this, we can't be a team if we're not good as players. That was a really good metaphor. Don't really know what sport, but that was a good metaphor. (laughs) I, I don't know if this episode made any sense. I tried to not talk for an incredibly amount. And can you tell I am not breathing? <laughs> not that I'm not breathing, but the AC's not on. Like, can you tell? Because I am just messing up sentence after sentence. It's either that or the fact that I simply just need something to drink. Because I can taste this little saliva in my mouth and it's absolutely disgusting. So, you know what? I'm actually going to go do that right now. I'm going to go get something to drink. Okay, so I went and got apple juice, spilled it on my glasses. So now can no longer incredibly, not incredibly, but fully see out of my left lens. It's so blurry, even though I wiped it off. So I need to properly clean it. But before I do that, I do want to finish off this episode. So we're going to keep going as if I can see the camera. I just want to finish this off by saying, as someone who consistently talks about how single she is and who anticipates the future and is just very excited about meeting someone who's going to play such a significant special role in her life. I want to mention, I want to say that I deserve a great love. I deserve a phenomenal story of how love brought two people together who were destined to be together. I deserve that for sure and I'm going to have that I'm going to get it I'm going to get the love that I deserve and I'm going to meet the right person and have the life partner that is truly a life partner that is set in this thing for life it's gonna happen if this is me speaking it into existence but this is also me just saying like I know what's going to happen and I mean I don't know what's gonna happen but I know that it's, it's bound to happen, it's destined to happen, and I am excited for when it does. So at this current moment in time, I don't need a man, like, at all. But when it does come time for me to have that special person in my life, to, to connect with someone's soul on a earth-shattering, love-defying level... I said that weird but when when that time comes this these are just a few a small handful of things that i would need from that man and i cannot wait until that time arrives i love when souls connect i love when it happens with me and other people and i can't wait to see or to experience it with someone who's going to be my true love my true love for life my homie for life <laughs> anyway speaking of true love what a great segue speaking of true love let's get into some hot thoughts on hot topics no that's wrong what the heck (laughs) can you tell my brain is just like crashing (laughs) like downward spiral is happening so quick let's get into some wrecks and regrets okay so first thing we have a movie hustle the one with adam sandler that is on netflix it's the basketball movie i watched it while i was out of town and it was it's so good it's such a beautiful movie i love that it's more so a drama but adam sandler cannot be adam sandler without having his cute little lines of like comedic relief almost and What a man. Honestly, I just really like that guy. Like, just Adam Sandler being Adam Sandler. Of course, everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people in my life, like, love the fact that he just walks around in regular street clothing. He's not all styled up or whatever. He's just, like, basketball shorts and t t-shirt, like, just chilling and vibing. I love that for him. Like, imagine having all that money and just you know continuing to be a normal human and not showing out for cameras even though you know that you are a big movie star and there are cameras everywhere and just simply not giving a fuck like I love that for him but the movie is so beautiful they chose a really good actress to play um the daughter of Adam Sandler and Queen Latifah the fact that Queen Latifah is his wife is just beautiful and they have such amazing like chemistry like they play a really good married couple I would love to see them in another movie down the line as like a married couple obviously they both have their own like separate romantic lives or whatever but as far as like chemistry between actors it's just that it works it's so beautiful with them and I just I love it but Overall, really, really great movie. Is it a recommend? It is a recommend. I definitely recommend you watch it. I keep asking my grandpa if he's watched it yet because he's a sports guy. And I'm like, watch it. Watch the movie. Thank you. Thank you. There's so many athletes in it. Mark Cuban's in it. He's not an athlete, but he has something to do with the sports world and Shark Tank. So <laughs> just, just freaking watch the movie. It's so good. Also, that movie has introduced me. No, it hasn't introduced me. I never knew the name of the song. It, the song is called The World Is Mine by Sam Henshaw. And I've heard it before, but I couldn't figure out the name of it. I didn't know how to get to it. On Spotify, there is a playlist, a soundtrack playlist for Hustle. And so I listened to it and I found, cause they played that song at the beginning of the movie and I found it, I found the name of that song. And I have determined that that song is my song for my 23rd year alive. It doesn't make sense when you listen to the lyrics, but I've told myself if I just look into the mirror and I tell myself, like, you're the whole world and the world is mine, like you are mine type vibe, then I don't know. I just love that song. I love the way it makes me feel. And that is the song of my life for the 23rd t- this upcoming year until june 17th 2023 we will not we will not think about that time that is way too far away but yes watch it hustle next thing a tv show the summer i turned pretty i finished that show yesterday this is the show i talked about earlier where i cried i cried at the end i don't know why actually i don't know why I'm not going to spoil it, but I cried at the end and I'm so upset with myself because I definitely should have read, I have the book, literally looking at the book right now. I have the book and I didn't read it. I was like, no, it's going to be fine. You know, we'll watch the show and then we'll read the book. And I'm kind of mad that I didn't read the book first. It's a very cute show. It's definitely gives the same energy as to all the boys I loved before, which i I want to say it's the same author. Wait a minute, let me let me do some googling. I'm pretty sure it's like I how much are we betting? How much are we betting? It is the same author. I knew it. Ugh. Okay, yeah. So, I thought it was But then for some reason, I have the image of like someone else who almost looks like Constance Wu in my head. And I don't know why. Don't ask me why. But it is the same author. Um, So I I understand why it gave the same energy. But I, I like the fact that they made it a TV show as opposed to a film. They were able to do a lot more with it. And I'm... I guess there's more books to the series question mark you tell me because I don't know so I can't wait to see what the future seasons are going to look like or if they kind of did what they did with 13 reasons why where they just like completely reinvented the plot to make it multiple seasons I don't know what they're gonna do when Jenny Hein like makes an appearance in her own like film adaptations of her books it is like the coolest funniest thing to me she just kind of like slides in the background like they showed her for five seconds at the very last episode and I was like there she is <laughs> little too excited and then I cried um (laughs) but no it was a cute it was it was a good show another show that just had like the hopeless romantic in me just like oh 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 and the guys are attractive I the guys are attractive guys with hair like I mean obviously but like with like heads full of hair oh girl oh man yes absolutely like it's a it's a heck yes for me (laughs) yes is it a recommend it absolutely is if you have amazon prime or if you have access to amazon prime i definitely recommend watching it again it's called the summer i turned pretty next thing is an album super ache by conan gray my hopeless romantic king you know um mm, yeah is this my favorite album no not really if i had to pick two songs that i liked not picking a single at all i would pick movies the very the opening track i was like this is my brain this is literally my thought process like wishing love was like what we see in the movies like um yeah hi welcome to jamila's brain that's literally what i think about every time i watch a romantic movie or a tv show called the summer i turned pretty that makes me cry i just i fit i felt it i felt that i felt that so hard and the other song this isn't a love song and i really like this song hit what is the let me look up the lyric that like absolutely because i i have a vibe for the lyric but i don't want to say the wrong thing but it absolutely attacked me i was like what in the world the other song that i like like i actually added it to my playlist is called family line and when i first heard the line or the lyric shall you say i can run but i can't hide from my family line i was not okay <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 whoa yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that hurt, that hurt a lot, that was, that's me, that, that one hurt. Family Line is probably one of, if not the best song from the album besides singles, so like People Watching came out forever ago and it was a single as well as Jigsaw and I think Disaster and is the new single he also released memories and that's like four out of 12 songs uh, that are on the album. But people watching is definitely one of my favorite singles for sure. I love that song. And I, I met jigsaw live was pretty cool. I haven't like, I don't know. I haven't, like, I listened to Disaster when I listened to the album, but I, like, need to re-listen to it. And that's kind of how the whole album goes. It's not the most memorable, impactful, I need to listen to this every day of my life type album. But Family Line is just so freaking good. It's like, what in the world? And movies, if I want to feel attacked and also connected to a fellow hopeless romantic human being, I listen to movies. But the rest of the album is just, it wasn't anything crazy significant. So, I don't know if I can recommend this but I don't regret listening to it I just don't know if it's something that I'm like yeah you have to listen to it because I don't think I'll listen to it again last thing is an experience seeing AJR live okay I told someone someone won concert tickets to see AJR live when they came to Nashville and he had never heard of them before or anything and I told him I was like it's an experience like I have Never been to an AJR concert, but I'm like I love these boys, so I follow them or subscribe to them on YouTube, and they have been doing docu series for their concerts, and so I just like I knew it was an experience, and so I told him I was like, you just wait, because he was talking about how Ariana Grande was like the best concert he's seen so far, and I'm like, you know, I know he's a fan of Ariana Grande, but. Considering he's ever heard of AJR, he's in for a wild one. And I remember him texting me the night after the Nashville concert. And he was like, wow, you were right. Like, they are amazing. And I was like, heck yeah, I know. I know. AJR's concerts are an actual experience. Like, wow. I think about it sometimes. And I knew going into the concert, I think I got like three. Four clips, maybe. Four short clips. Uh, I knew going into it, I wasn't going to film a lot of the concert. Because it is truly an experience. And you have to live in the moment. And really sit there and like just be in it but when I saw the giant head come out in the opening I was like yeah I gotta film this this is so cool and I also wanted to hear the crowd yell if you're fucking racist then don't come to my show I had to record that and I love listening to it because there's people in the world who believe that lyric and it's just absolutely it's a good reminder it's absolutely amazing I think it's one of the best things about California like there is a mass exodus happening in california with california whatever to tennessee from all sorts of millionaires and celebrities surprisingly like there's a ton of people moving here from california and yet i felt and maybe it's because i'm black but i felt so much safer in california as far as that goes than i did in Tennessee of course and even Colorado I went to Colorado for like roughly 24 hours before I made it to California and I just felt so much safer and I think it's just because there's so many people out there who look like me and there's not you know MAGA hats and Trump 2024 and rebel flags and all different things like that at every freaking corner on every freaking car or whatever so I felt safer in the places where there are like very intense shootings and I don't know how I feel about that but I I don't know I don't want to move to California or anything it was very nice visiting and it was yeah it was just nice being there and it was nice hearing the crowd yell that and seeing like in the crowd yeah there were white people but there was also Filipino people There was um, several Hawaiian people, Hispanic people, and just all different sorts of people coming together, and there was just so, I was still the minority, but I think I was the minority in the sense that there was a lot more Hispanic people and Filipino people in Northern California where I was, but absolutely 10 out of 10, even if you don't know AJR's music, like I said, their concerts are truly an experience and totally worth it, and What they can do with visual effects is fucking amazing. That's all I'm going to say. So on to our poll of the week. I asked two questions. Well, I asked one question last week and then I got, anyway, you know, we'll just get into it. So last week, the main question I asked is which um, of the four F's, friends, FOMO, food and finances, do you struggle with the most? 25% said friends. 50% said FOMO 12% said food and 12% said finances so people struggle with FOMO the most and same I don't know me and food are kind of having a problem right now I've had so much grease and pasta and dairy trying to get through my body at the moment that I'm like dying internally my stomach hates me speaking of stomachs hating me this is kind of where the bonus poll came in last week because I had a brief discussion about which one was better pooping or vomiting personally i'm on side pooping and 67 percent is with me on pooping and 33 percent is with me on vomit or not with me but 33 percent said vomiting so i find that i find that very interesting that some people prefer to vomit over poop that's just what a way to end this anywho this week's poll of the week is do you need a significant other or do you want a significant other Ooh, spicy question. I will answer it next week, although I've pretty much answered it this episode, but I'm very interested in hearing what you have to say. If you want to vote, you can vote within the first 24 hours that this episode goes live or whenever the poll goes live because, it's, you know, I'm only as good as I can be when it comes to that, but you can vote over on my Instagram account at juh.mee.luh. And while you're over there, if you want to follow me, you can. I'm not saying it's a requirement, but I would be greatly appreciated. Also, this podcast is the baby of the blog. And the blog is linked in the description of this episode. It's just called Simply Jamila. So, you know, I'm very simple. Ah, Ha ha. Ha. Okay. (laughs) I don't even know. I don't... I have no words for what just happened there. I, I literally couldn't tell you, but i said everything i needed to say which is kind of crazy like this is we're done that's weird i don't want i don't want to be done i don't like that we're done but i also need to go make this chili. so thank you so much for listening to this episode of simple the podcast i will be in your ear in a couple weeks with another episode i love you all so much thank you for watching i'm going to go get some brain cells and turn the ac on so bye